Hey, y'all, and welcome to What Y'all Reading, a podcast where two friends and librarians gush gush over writing, talk about characters like we know them in real life, and nerd out over any historical (laughs) connection we can find. You can expect 30 minutes filled with fun, laughter, and a new YA book review every other Wednesday. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Madeline. And this week we read Nubia, Real One, the new DC comic. Um, And it was written by Mm -hmm. L.L. McKinney who wrote the um, Alice in Wonderland that are black girls, that are fierce. Black, a Blade So Black? A Blade So Black. There's a, The series name is Never Night or Never Poison. Oh, flip me. And then the um, it's also that, illustrated by Robin Smith. Thank you. I was just pulling that up. Yes. I have the book right here. It's so pretty. And... So I have the physical book, and I don't know what the word is for it, but, like, her nails and then her cuffs on her hand, and then her the name has this, like... They're foiled? Different texture. Not Are foiled. They foiled? No, that's foiled. I don't know what the texture it's is, shiny. Though, but it's really cool. It's, it's shiny. It doesn't feel like foil. It's so cool. Like, do you see it? Yeah. That's cool. I like it. It's very cool. On the back, too, no? Okay. Sorry, we were just ignoring the book for a minute. This comic, super awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. God, it's going to take me a minute to get into this, Alyssa. (laughs) It's okay. So, like, I was going through a reading slump. We were actually supposed to read a different book. Um, I couldn't get through. not, Not that the book wasn't good. I was just having a really hard time reading. I've been having a really hard time getting into books lately. I don't know what my problem is. Um, and we had slated Nubia for a little bit later in the summer. I said, hey, mm-hmm. let's move it up. We haven't done a graphic novel yet. We really should do one soon. And so we put Nubia up on our schedule. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy we did this because I just want to consume all the books now. Um, it really helped with my reading slump. So just a fun tidbit. If you are having trouble reading, pick up something different and read that instead. Mm-hmm. Different format, yeah. something. For sure. For sure. It's really good. For sure. So Nubia is a little bit of the history of Nubia first. Um, you find this out mm-hmm. through, through the novel. It's kind of baked in a little bit. Um, but her story is that Nubia is actually Diana, Wonder Woman's twin sister. And um, Hippolyta created them out of the same clay, one white and one dark. And Mm -hmm. what happened was Mars abducted Nubia and Mm -hmm. put her in some sort of like state where she didn't suspended state, um, which she didn't age from an infant. Yes. Which is why explains why she's so much younger than Diana. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they gave Nubia to another Amazon sister because that Amazon sister had gone down to the land of man and found love and didn't want to come back. And so they, that's how Nubia ends up with two moms. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen, Amen, Amen and Amira? Danielle. Amira. It's Amira and Amira and Danielle. Yeah. They call her Mira throughout it. So I think I, Mira. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Mare. But it's Amira. I think okay. that's how I pronounce it. 
We all know I'm not not <laughs> good on pronunciation, so just yes. take that with a grain of salt. So this book um, is it's really cool. Nubia is in school. She's a junior in high school in this book. Mm-hmm. And from what I get, this is like her ten millionth place where she's gone to school. Yeah, they've moved around a lot because of who Nubia is. Now, mind you, in the beginning of this graphic novel, Nubia has no idea. She just knows that she's a little bit different. And she knows that because of her different abilities, she has to be careful in the moments that she slips up and she's not careful. Her family picks up and moves so that she kind of avoids um, anyone looking into them, really. So Mm -hmm. they're talking about their plans for the summer. And Nubia's like, ugh, I'm going to be on house arrest all summer. I can't go out and do anything. Can't go anywhere. And her friends are like, oh, no, that sucks. But you're coming to the protest with us. And Mm -hmm. so that's the first, um, like, time we get to see Nubia, like, contemplate going against her mother's. Because she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. And that's that's one of the things that's in here is that typical teenage rebellion but even more so for nubia because because of who she is yes and not only because she has these weird strong abilities but because she's a a really tall beautiful black woman Mm -hmm. you know and so if there's that whole stigma of the angry black woman you know Mm -hmm. on top of her being super strong so Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's got a lot in society that is uh, fighting against her. So her moms are just trying to protect her. Um, so this Which is, is understandable. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, so we follow Nubia. So she goes home, you know. Oh, no, wait. They, oh, no, no, no. no. That's where I she doesn't go home. So Oscar shows up. She doesn't go home. <laughs> so the boy that she crushes on shows up. And to the, they're hanging outside of the gas station as teenagers do. <laughs> yeah, we all did it. We all did no, it. Like, not girl. Not I did here. not do that. I did not <gasps> do that. I hung out in the Bible parking lot. What? That's what I did. No, I would get off work and hang out with everybody right there. No, I had oboe lessons or musical theater practice or some shit. So Nubia is out front with her friends. They're, you know, talking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Oscar shows up. And Nubia's crushing real hard on Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Um, so her friends are like, oh, we got to go by. And they leave Nubia yeah. there to, like, flirt with Oscar. She's like, wait, we all were my ride. Uh-huh. So she goes back into the gas station to get a refill on her Slurpee. Um, as you do. And <laughs> as you do. Because Slurpee's man. Um and while she's in the process of doing that, the gas station gets robbed at gunpoint. Yeah. And one of the robbers. Steps on Oscar's hand. And Oscar's like, yo, man, what the fuck? You know, basically like, back up off me. And the guy's like, what? What? Pointing the gun in his face. I know, he was just like, like, ouch. And the gun, guy with the gun is like, hey, I told you not to say anything. Right. And so the robber's getting hella aggressive. So Nubia starts to get worried. So she... Picks up the ATM. Yeah, girl. Yeah, she does. Chucks it. <laughs> chucks it. Money at the everywhere. Guy. Money everywhere. And then the shopkeeper's like, oh, you're the robber. And then somehow, mystically, magically, in that very moment, not the moment when the two gunmen were having, like, making her go face down, she hits the security button. Boy, I got so mad. I got so mad. I was like, the fuck? You could have done that in the beginning, mm-hmm. dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nubia's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here because I just shit. Yeah. 
So she runs and she thinks she's far enough away. And then the police officer stops her, puts her in handcuffs when she's a fucking minor. Uh-huh. And questions her. And Nubia's like, what the fuck? Just stay calm. Don't fight back. And she didn't just, answer any questions. And because she didn't answer no, any she's questions. she's just like, I was on my way yeah. home. You know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And so eventually the couplets are out because he's like, oh, you know, the shopkeeper got it wrong. There was a witness that said you didn't do anything. You, you're free yeah, to go. Yeah, more than one witness. But still, yeah. like, super fucking shitty. Yep. Like, it's super illegal to question minors without a, an adult present. But somehow, it still fucking happened. That's because there's this theme in this book that one of the reasons they're going to this protest and one of the reasons that that Quisha arranged this protest is because people don't see black kids as kids. They don't think mm-hmm. that they're children. Um, mm-hmm. And so this action with the cop, this one-on-one, that really hammered that home, you know, mm-hmm. about the, you know, they just didn't think about it. You know, she's a black woman. It's just, it's, it's fucking, I could go on about it. It just pisses me off yeah. to no end. So then... Nubia goes home, tells her mothers what happened. Her mother, Amira, is like, shit, fuck that. I'm going to handle some business. Mm-hmm. And then her mother, Danielle, is like, oh, honey, don't worry. You can go to the protest that's coming up on the weekend. So Nubia goes to school. Mm-hmm. And this is where we inter- we get introduced to some other characters. Um, there's this kid named... Wayland. Is it Wayland? Wayland. Wayland with a D. That's important to me because my nephew's name is Wayland. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Wayland. Oh. Wayland. Um, and this guy is like a creep, and I can only imagine his dad's like this rich CEO who just throws money at problems and doesn't actually address anything. Yeah, he's like the kid in um in Moxie. The white kid in Moxie. I don't even remember his name because he was such a creep, but that kid. Yeah. <laughs> the one kid yeah, in the high kid. school that has money and his dad has power and he can be as, mm-hmm. as obnoxious as he wants and never gets in trouble mm-hmm. for it. Wayland is that kid. Yeah, I had a couple of those in high school. Yeah, so, so he does what mm-hmm. he wants. And Wayland has this crush on Obsession. Keisha. I'm not even going to call it Obsession a crush. Obsession. With Keisha, who's Nubia's friend. Laquisha, And yeah. Keisha's like, oh, if I just lay low, he'll leave me alone eventually because he's graduating. So if I just... Just deal with it. He'll be gone and I won't have to deal with it mm-hmm. anymore. And then there's this, Which, there's also this little conversation about, I forget the name of some other girl, like, well, do you think that he did her, it? And she ended up with a broken ass leg. A broken and leg a or a broken arm. And she's a, yes, gymnast. And so and that yeah. kind of sets the tone. You're like, wait, did this guy fucking break this girl's arm or leg because she didn't want to date him like Mm -hmm. that's disturbing um so that's another theme that comes up that's presented in the beginning and then comes up later so he is our main villain that's particularly um so they're getting ready for the protest and there's a party the night before and Nubia's like, my parent, my mom's won't let me go. I'm going to sneak out. And, like, superhero jumps off yeah. the, the fucking roof, which, by the way, is one of my favorite, like, just pictures of her outlined against yes. the moon with her, like, bomb-ass outfit on and her heels. And then she crashes down to her. 
looking like a whole ass snack. Picking leaves out of her hair. I'm like, this poor girl. Well, she has to do that because after the whole gas station incident, then she asks to go to the party, and moms say absolutely not, and then Nubia Mm -hmm. does some back talk and gets Mm -hmm. grounded. Um for the whole week and so she's had a shitty week and then she's just she decides to sneak out to go to this party um laquisha Mm -hmm. and jason are picking her up so so they go and they go to the party which like are these actual parties that kids attend prior to covid is this a thing i don't know because it looked lavish as fuck i haven't even been to an adult party that looks like this are you joking (laughs) this looks like one of those parties that's in like a high school rom-com it's like yeah i loved it so much do people have parties like that (laughs) i don't know so nubia goes to the party and oscar's there it's so adorable but not Um, until the end and Oscar shows up at the end, and he's like, I, I had a really, like, I had hey, to do this and this and this. Let's dance. But I still wanted to come. Yeah, it was so cute. Because he wanted to dance. But Nubia's so like, look, and they go, <laughs> we got to talk about this. She's like. Right. So Because he hasn't told. No, so I th- I don't know if we mentioned this, but, like, Oscar saw her chuck the ATM at the guy in the um robbery. So she's yep. like, um, hey, we need to talk. And he's like, yeah, we do need to talk. And he promises not to tell anyone. He's like, oh, I'll yeah. keep your secrets with so anyone else. And she's like, just my mom. And he's mm-hmm. like, don't worry, I won't tell anyone. Like, how fucking adorable. Like, mm-hmm. this girl, this mm-hmm. Amazon goddess just saved your life and you were going to ride or die. And they were like, dancing. We're just spoiling this whole comic, but. You guys, you can take an hour to read it first. Um, (laughs) That when they were dancing, she has on these heels. Girl's already like six foot something. Puts on these six inch heels. Accidentally steps on his foot and she's like, oh, these heels. And he's like, no, leave them on. Like, they're awesome. You're so tall and beautiful. Like, it was just such a good moment. I like the way you look in them, I think is what he said. And I was like, okay, Oscar. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Yep. All right, friends. Um, so they talk and like, it's a really tender moment, a tender moment. And then <clears throat> Nubia goes to find her friends and she talks to Jason and she's like, well, where's Keisha? And he goes, oh, I think she's by the bonfire. Because the s'mores came Nubia out. Nubia freaks out because. Look- Lucretia was not going to let s'mores go to waste. So girl booked it no. to the bonfire and Nubia looks but around But Wayland was there. Is- yeah. Yep. Guess so what Wayland is doing? So Nubia, so Nubia no, goes continue. and she, like, goes to find Keisha, only to find her being forced to kiss this ugly-ass white boy, Wayland. Mm-hmm. And she's like, get the mm-hmm. fuck off my friend. And then nobody's doing anything. No! But what's interesting is that in the comic, you can see... Clearly, Keisha trying to push away, which I've never seen that really illustrated before. And it was kind of like, oh, fuck. That had been really hard to draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell she's clearly trying to get away. And he's got, like, his hand cupped behind her head, kind of like this. And it's just, mm, it's uncomfortable. So Nubia does what she does best and hauls him off of her friend. 
And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he says some really horrible things that I'm not going to repeat. And then um, he tries to punch Nubia, and she's like, fuck you, you can't get me. Yeah, she like misses. Then he says something I am definitely not going to repeat, but he called her a racial slur, which I'm not repeating. I refuse to repeat it. Um, and she and picks like, him up the by the shirt. <laughs> yes. Hauls so him he into lands the a air. Punch. He lands a punch on her, and she's like, oh, you fucked up now, friend. Picks him up and mm-hmm. then socks him a good one. Mm-hmm. It was great. Beautiful yep. moment. Yep. Um, and then yeah. ran away because she's like, she turns around oh, and everybody's filming it. Yeah. And she's like, this is the second time. She's thinking now she's really going to have to move away from her home. So she runs away mm-hmm. down the road or whatever and um, sits on this like stone wall and like punches it, <laughs> crumbles part of it. And Oscar's like, hey, can I, like, is that seat taken? I mean, not that one that you just punched, basically, but the other one. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's being real chill about it. it. So like, sweet. clearly, girl's got some superhuman yeah. strength going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have cute. a nice tender moment. And Oscar gives Nubia his number. And Nubia goes home and mm-hmm. tries to sneak back in. She gets caught. She gets caught. <clears> and her <throat> parents are like, what the because fuck? she gets caught because she falls like she gets tripped up in the the blinds the curtain like the curtains yeah like thumps and the moms are like what because they were just like watching tv and can we pause really quick right here this is one of my favorite scenes only because of the moms in their pajamas okay so it's lesbian moms right <laughs> you guys you guys I can't even. They're wearing these pajamas. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say, Alyssa? No. Um, so Amira. <laughs> uh, so it's like one set of pajamas, but they've split the set. And Danielle is wearing the top. And Amira is wearing the bottom. I didn't even know it. you're not gay <laughs> I'm not gay <laughs> oh my god I just loved that they're like pink pajamas with sheeps on them or something they're just... so great that's amazing so yep. they have this big discussion and Nubia ends up telling them what happened at the party and Amira goes to call this mysterious D they have this D person mm-hmm. who they've been referring to throughout the comic so Nubia comes down the next morning her parents are like come down here and Guess who's there? Guys, do you know who it is? <laughs> Wonder Woman. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's the WandaVision. Dun, Sorry. Dun, dun. It's Wonder Woman. Um, it's Wonder Woman. And she's like, <laughs> the fuck? Wonder Woman's in my house. And so yeah, this must be a universe cool where, like, it's just cool to have Wonder Woman just, like, chilling around. Yeah. Well, Clearly. it's just kind of like the Miss Marvel universe where it's totally fine that she can oh, stretch her true. limbs. And she's still a normal high schooler. <laughs> you know? So, so yeah. So she's Diana goes. This is on where to you explain. find the whole backstory. Mm-hmm. Who whole she backstory. is, where she, um, where she's from. She's from the Mascara. Um, she's Wonder Woman's twin sister. And I will admit to you guys that before this, I didn't know. I mean, 
I watched Wonder Woman in 2017. It came out. Loved it. I was like, woohoo, girl power. Um, didn't know anything prior other than Wonder Woman had an invisible jet. I was not a comic kid, so... And DC is... I don't know. I feel like... And this would be interesting to see if we could find a poll on it somewhere. I kind of feel like DC is more Gen X and Millennials are more Marvel. I would almost be willing (laughs) to put money on that. Yeah. Because, like, quick side note, quick pause. Um... I, again, didn't, was not a comic kid, but I grew up watching the MCU mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Captain mm-hmm. America, Iron Man, um, all of that. So I have followed that through till Endgame. And now I'm following it through with Winter Soldier and Falcon and WandaVision. But, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like the Marvel Universe has done so well with the movies and, like, DC's trying to catch up. And the Wonder Woman movie was good. Aquaman was decent, but look who they have as Aquaman. That's the only reason why. Yeah, it's very... I think it's because DC was had a strong print comics game early on. Mm-hmm. They were strong... For some reason, they were stronger in the print comics. I think because they had um, more built into it that was like traditional stuff i don't know how to say that but mm-hmm. um and then our generation the movies the <clears throat> marvel movies did better they took so much time with it though. yeah yeah like there are things so i don't i don't but i could talk about marvel and cinematic universe for a while but just i will say quickly that in like the early movies things pop up that show up in the later movies and now even the tv shows and it's like oh shit i remember that from that's because it's, it's like that in the storylines it's like that in the mm-hmm. actual comics and because there's yeah. so many like episodes and things in the comics when they're making these movies they're able to like pick these moments from what's already been written and weave mm-hmm. it together to make a two and a half hour long comic a comic movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not because i knew exactly what you were talking about um but do we want to stop just go- talking about Nubia here? Because I don't yeah, want to spoil the Yeah, we've already spoiled a lot of it. So we're just going to stop because we don't want to spoil yeah. the whole thing. Um, let's talk about yeah, something. So we'll just leave you with she meets Diana. And then yes. the rest of it happens. And I will say that the rest of it that happens is. There's a, hap- there's a happily ever after ending. There is. Just going to put that out but not there. Before, not before um, I almost, some trials and tribulations. I almost lost my mind. <laughs> I know you did. I wasn't even, you didn't even text me and I sent it. <laughs> I said, I'm like, mind you, I was taking a nap before this, you guys. She knew right? exactly what I was doing. <laughs> I was napping and then my dream mom was like, Madeline's having a trouble. <laughs> and then I was like, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Because <laughs> I had read it and I was like, oh, she'll be fine. And then I was like, Madeline's going to have trouble with this. And I just went back over my sleep. Like, <laughs> love it. Love to see oh, that's it. Hysterical. Um, that's okay. hysterical. That's hysterical. But <clears throat> we're going to include a lot of fun things in the yes. show notes, you guys. So please make sure you check those out because I went Wikipedia crazy looking at stuff. Um, so I have stuff about Wonder Woman and Nubia and 
um, Paradise Island, which apparently there is a second home for the Amazons, which no one fucking told me. <laughs> and it's Paradise Island. And it's not just the Mascara. It's also Paradise Island. I don't know. There's Hippolata and the Amazons. Y'all, I love this. I wish I had gotten more into DC Comics as I was a kid. I don't. No regrets. <laughs> that was hardcore. She's like, nah, man. Nope. No. Nope. I will say, <clears throat> I want them to do a movie about Nubia. Yeah. I want There's it. a bunch of, um, there's a bunch of characters that need movies. They yes. should have put Nubia in the second Wonder Woman movie and it would have been better than it freaking was. was. It was terrible. Say that. Why? You're in my, I haven't seen it. Because I refused to pay HBO money. How did I see it? How did it. I see that? Where did I, I didn't go oh, to the movies? No, I don't know. It's not great. Oh, maybe Josh downloaded it. It's not great. I mean, it's okay, but it it kind of lessens her in that it's kind of all around. She brings back um, Chris Pine. It's weird. Steve was it Steve? Mm-hmm. I think that's right. So. So yeah, it lessens her. I saw her. that he came back, and I was like... It lessens her for sure. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel I felt as, as... Because she was like, oh, Steve. I don't know. It was just kind of seemed simpering, and, you know, she's a... It's a hero story. She can't have right. anybody else. That's how her stories are. Like, that's the hero's journey. She has to do it by herself. And so to... So I have to ask. Yes. Does he die again in this movie? Oh, yeah, because he's not actually brought back to life. He's, like, just inhabits somebody's body or some shit. It's just stupid. What? It's just stupid. Oh, my God, I'm never seeing this movie. I'm never seeing this movie because if I see this movie, it's going to make me a And, all, like, it's in the 80s, so the, like, <laughs> the wardrobe is just not... It's the 80s. Oh, no. It's the wardrobe I'm excited for. Ugh. She looked great, but... Ugh. Anyhow, sorry. This was so. Let's talk oh, a little fine. bit about the language um, and the and <gasps> yes, the, and the colors and the everything. So let's start with the language. When they're doing di- dialogue in the comic, um, LL McKinney spells out the dialect of the black kids um, and the Afro Latino kids, which is so important, so important because it legitimizes the language. If you don't spell it out, you know, it legitimizes it. It makes it okay. Yes. You know, whereas before, if you said, like, listen, or what's the other one? Um, I don't know. There's there's quite a few words that. No. And, and as I was reading it, you know what's funny? Is it, I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I noticed, but I did. It wasn't a distraction. Mm-hmm. Does that right. make sense? Right. I was like, "Oh fuck, okay, cool, 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 cool. Let's keep doing uh, it." This made it more authentic. Made it more authentic. Yes, it made reading it more realistic. Like I could hang out with new part of the culture. You know, it's yes. yes. So it's not only does Nubia herself embody the black culture, mm-hmm. but it's it's the language it's used. It's the colors that are used. It's mm-hmm. the you know, she talked back to her mama and her mama was like, who do you think you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Like, all of it was in there and it was all represented and it was all great. And I can't, like, 
I can't say enough about it because this is the book when people go, hey, I need something to read. I'll go, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's Nubia. Take it. Do you like superheroes? Well, yeah. Okay, we'll take Nubia. Mm-hmm. I did that the other day at the library. Someone was like, one of my regulars came in and she was trying to find books. And I said, have you read this one yet? She's like, no, I don't know. I was like, nope, try it. I want you to try it and le- you let me know how, how it is later. She was like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this book. Mm-hmm. So it's important because this is representation. Yeah. And the fact that it's taken so long, like, I didn't know Nubia existed. Yeah, I didn't either. Why Why wasn't this published sooner is my question. Well, and it's been published so sporadically. That. So Nubia is yes. the first DC black woman superhero. Um, in the Wikipedia article, it said sometimes that that's given, that title's given to Teen Titan Bumblebee, but Teen Titan Bumblebee was actually three years after um, Nubia showed mm. up for the first time. And it was in January 1973, and it was just like in a Wonder Woman episode. And then she shows mm-hmm. up again in the 80s at some point, and then she shows up again late 90s, and now she showed up again. So it's only like really like four instances where she's showed well, up. Yeah, and I think this would be a great moment for them to continue on mm-hmm. I think with so this too. story and with this character. Mm-hmm. Because like in the in the book, Nubia experiences things as a black child yeah. that someone mm-hmm. in real life can go, oh, I've dealt with mm-hmm. that. And this is how Nubia did it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a scene, a, a panel where Nubia's mom comes out, her 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 black mom who is an Amazon comes out, gives her a hug, and starts whispering protest yep. advice in her ear. Ugh. Yeah, like the milk and, I was and like, the holy oh my shit, God, it was so good. Like that's valid mm-hmm. because that's what happened last year, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening this year, and that's what happens at every protest. Is these kids are going to read this and go, "I'm going to remember this from this comic. This is what I need to do to stay safe." And I just, like, I can't thank L.L. McKinney enough for this book and for the words and for the language that she used and for the representation that she's giving in this character. Yeah. It's important and it's valid and it it should have been shared a long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think you're right in that they need to continue it just like they continued Miss Marvel when she came out and it was like Mm -hmm. the height of, you know, the, the Muslim scares and people Mm -hmm. you know the middle eastern all of that shit um Mm -hmm. and so then miss marvel came out and she showed that and showed that life and showed that she could still be a superhero and i feel like that's what nubia is doing for this day and age and the things going on in in the social world i'm not i don't have good vocabulary today it's like gone no and but i understand what you're saying because it's it's important and it's that representation and like, I don't also, know. I... can I just say that when you were talking about how, like, a black kid would, would read this and say, like, oh, I went through that, my mind immediately was like, wait, you you mean, like, other people when they were three pushed over a tree with a cat in it? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that's when they first found out that she had powers. She went after the freaking cat, the neighbor's cat in the tree. It was stuck in the tree. Three year old. Three year old just pushed over the fucking tree. The tree and pushed it over. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you are a teenager that has experienced that, please let us know because <laughs> I want to meet you. I want to figure some things out. Like, do you know Diana? Like, come on. Oh. Um, so, yeah, this is an important important book and it's just the representation yes. of it i think i love the most i can't stop gushing yes. about and it and 
so the whole theme of this, the last, and the this is not a spoiler, but in one of the last conversations in the book that she has with her Amazon mom, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, Amira, she says, Amira says, um, people who try to be heroic seldom are. When you step up mm-hmm. like that, it requires all of you. Defend the ones you love with your whole heart and every breath. That is the Amazon way. And I was like, I'm an Amazon. <laughs> I just loved I that. We all are. I loved that. Defend the ones you love with your whole heart and every breath. So Aww. good. So good. It's so good. Thank you, Elle McKinney. So yeah. good. <clears throat> All right. That's what that I have. That actually be a good... Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. Thanks for listening, y'all. For behind-the-scenes looks and show notes, check out our Instagram at What Y'all Reading Podcast or our website. Have any suggestions for books to read or historical fun facts? Please email us at whatyallreadingpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe and review us. Yeah. That would be really great. Um, otherwise, we'll see you not next week, but the week after. Yes. And I'm going to take this quick moment to say, if I cannot edit out the geese in the background of Alyssa's audio, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I don't know. They're, Long story. They're but yes. Terror. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. They're so fucking loud. I fucking hate them. Hey, y'all. Are you ready for your historical fun fact of the week? This one is about the term graphic novels. So some people think there's a difference between graphic novels and comic books. When in reality, there's not much of a difference at all. Uh, The thing is, in the 1950s, the comic books were a huge, huge, huge reading thing. And this doctor named Dr. Frank Wortham basically effed it up for everybody, made up a bunch of statistics and research that basically said that comics would give your kid, like, attention problems and behavior issues. And so people stopped reading comics. And to bring them back into, like, favor, we started using the term graphic novel. So there you go. I posted a link in the show notes to my professor from grad school, Carol Tilly, who is the queen of comics research, um, a video and an article with her talking about all of this, which is completely fascinating. So please look it up. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye.